This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Spectrum Business works with small businesses nationwide, so we know that running your own business means doing it all. Marketing, sales, inventory, customer service, and more. Spectrum One for Business helps you keep it all connected for just $49.99 a month. Get fast, reliable internet, advanced Wi-Fi with security shield, and a free mobile line for one low price. Stay connected and do it all with Spectrum One for Business. Only $49.99 a month. Go to spectrum.com slash business to learn more. Restrictions apply. Services not available in all areas. Right. I'm I'm scared. You scared? Yeah. What about? Who the surprise guest is? Um Will I know who they are? As in, do you know them? No, well, I've heard, well, uh, yeah, do I know them or will I've heard of them? Oh, you would have seen them. Oh, fucking hell. Hell yeah, you know them. Oh, don't do this because my heart is racing. I don't know why. I don't know why I'm so, you've got me on edge. But, right, okay. Is it, right, are we, are we okay for me to leave a tiny, tiny bit early? Looks like it's going to have to be the way. Oh, no, don't say it like that. I'm scared. You, you've really got me on edge. Um, bear with, bear with, bear with. <laughs> My heart is going 100 miles an hour. So this, yeah, so for those of you who don't know, obviously no one knows, but um, we've got a guest on today. And I thought I'd get a guest on for John. And John's getting off after 45 minutes. No, 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 I could do an hour. I could do an hour, an hour, 55 minutes. Easy. Easy? Yeah, easy, easy. Whew. Can you, go on, is this a good time to drop some hints and clues? Oh, not give or? me any hint. I mean... For the, for the audio, for the listeners, come on. No. So what are you doing tonight? You're playing six aside. Yeah, big game. We're top of the league. We're playing second. We're equal on points at the moment. Oh, right. Oh, it is a big game then. You probably want to leave early, much earlier, don't you? No, 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 no. I'm, I, uh, we've we've agreed for the pod that I'll be starting on the bench. So, oh, where do you normally play? I play. Oh God, I'm I'm a pretty versatile player. I play anywhere through the middle, basically, left, right, or uh, in in the centre. So literally every. Oh, I'm really, I'm really scared. Should I? Should I be scared? I don't know. Stop laughing. Yeah. Don't laugh. Well, whoever it is is fashionably late, so they've got to be big time. I asked them if they could get here at 7.05. Who do you think it is? I don't know. Have a guess. I don't know. No, I don't want to guess. Uh, well, I, don't... I only, you know. I feel sick. I actually feel sick. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. No, my camera's working. Let me get it on. I haven't done this for ages. 
Ten, 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 ten. I'm told, what is going on? Ten, 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 ten. Hello. Oh my Jesus, what is going hello. on? Hello, hello guys. Hello. 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 I'm back at college. So, John, do you want to explain who our guests are? Yeah, so we have Jack Gill and Todd Scrace, who were both my lecturers at college. <laughs> I'm glad you find this funny. I'm going to go is, through all your hard. school, all your family. <laughs> this is just going to be the John Beer pod. I did well. I think I did well at college. Hang on, well, so you taught John? Both did. Yeah, both did. Thanks for coming on the pod, by the way. Thanks for having us. Which college was this? Exeter. Exeter College. Yeah. This is really, really weird, weird dynamic going on here right now. (laughs) (laughs) And what were were you teaching, John? So John was on, um, he did a futsal course. So basically... A futsal course? Yeah. yeah, Is that a little football? Yeah, it's in, indoor, basically like indoor, indoor football. Essentially, um, you did a course on that. Yeah, so well, that was on the side. Go on, John, you you explain what course were you on? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know the uh, the title of it, but it was it was like a level three B tech, and then on the side, what in I futsal? Just, not in futsal. I don't know what these two should be more clued up on the course hey, than I steady. am. Steady. <laughs> um... So essentially, it was a, it's a level three B tech, but we have a link with the club um so it's it was run through exodus well run in partnership with exodus city so basically it was a normal b-tech with us and then the addition the kind of bolt on some of our students do like an academy or some of our students do other things and john's particular course was basically that he was able to represent exodus city and the college uh playing futsal did you like him brilliant student (laughs) yes that's great report i'll take that and was he was he cheeky? Uh, I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed teaching John. Yeah. Um, he. Yeah. He, he was cheeky. He was. Was he? He was unique. <laughs> you, you knew he was. There was something a little bit special about him. A little bit different. I think. God, this is like this is your life. Yeah, yeah. I don't want it to be too like. Yeah, I don't want it to be too like this is your life, really. But um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. John. John was great. He was. Um, I remember teaching him Athletes Lifestyle at Exwick, John. Do you remember that? Yeah. Um, and we were in the unit, you sort of explore elite sport and different uh, case studies. And John had a kind of encyclopedic knowledge of football. Um, so he was great. But he was that archetypal student who would just put his hand up and want to answer every single question. Um, who's, he's not always the favourite of all the other students, but, he, uh, but he's great to have in your group. <laughs> Um, yeah, I imagine he's a pain in the fucking ass. <laughs> I thought at college, like our, our group was a little bit quiet, so I felt like sometimes to like spark conversation and like debate, which I think is quite healthy. You need to sometimes be the person to like put your hand up first, and to if you like, often I'd say something probably stupid, and then everyone else would feel comfortable saying something because they couldn't be as stupid as what I just said. Yeah, that is one hundred percent true. There was a bit of that, but it, it was also, I, I think you elevated the lessons as well. You were like a, a teaching assistant and uh, a bit like on this podcast, really, when you came on and elevated it and gave the Exit City knowledge to it. Um, mm, disagree, but fair enough. <laughs> 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 um, 
That was definitely John's job in the group. Where'd you get your confidence from, John? Um, I don't know. I guess, I guess it was it was it was easier. Like if it was if I was doing like A levels, I would have probably not been the same. But because I felt like comfortable in the topic yeah. area, yeah. sort of seemed. Did he have ladies, got girls hanging off his? Well, they, we are, the course is an all. Well, it was at the time. It was an, it's an all boys course. Um, so we did not get to see John in that. In that, <laughs> that social uh, area, but yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> How are you feeling, John? Um, uh, this is actually really nice. I didn't. I was. My, I remember my mum was saying that the 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 two like my mum works with the in the same building as these two, so they always talk about the pod and they always talk about it. So they. Mm. It was always a plan to get them on, but wanna, I didn't realise that we want to give our, our apologies slightly because I bumped into Esty uh, last week and she was like, "So on the pod next week?" And I was like, "Yeah." And, and then she's like, "John's been telling me there's a special guest. It's going to be Ricky Gervais." And, and <laughs> oh, then, John, <laughs> is that what you thought? <laughs> I didn't think. <laughs> I was, yeah. So I do apologise, John. It's, you know. Wait, it's, it's all right. Sorry, this is better than, this is better than Ricky Gervais. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Miles better. Oh no, is this that what you thought, John? Wait, you know, it might have been. It might be one day. <laughs> it could have been anyone. Yeah. Well, literally anyone. This yeah. is anyone. Were you were you a bit in a bit in shock when you realised who it was? Yeah, as soon as I saw Jack's profile picture, I thought, oh, here we go. <laughs> I didn't realise there was such glowing reviews. I thought I was a bit of an annoying bugger in college, really. Oh, no, you're a bit, yeah. Not at all. <laughs> No, why, why if asked Neil Saunders, he'll probably he'll probably say that I was annoyed because he had to see me more than most people. I'm sure there were person people in the group, John, that were maybe on more on the annoying side. So how many how many years did you teach him, teach John for? Two. Well, two. Was, uh, he was there for two years. I only taught him in the sec, sec, his second year, so 2019, I think that's 2018, 2019. So then, John, you went off to uni. Is that right? After this college? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 I did. I did all right. Did all right in my grades. What'd you get? I was. Uh, yeah. Well, I I couldn't have done any better, really. It's not without blowing my own trumpet. Right. Straight distinctions, was it? But yeah. Yeah, three distinctions. Yeah. Oh, dear. The distinction star. Which is the equivalent to three A's, technically. Yeah. Three yeah. A's. Was that when we just dished them out because it was COVID, or was it yeah. before? No, like no, it. no, no, no. I yeah. had to work for mine. Yeah. Did you? I had to actually work for mine. Yeah. I, I remember having you for rules and regs. That's what I had you for, which was basically a... yeah, rules and regulations and scoring system. I still remember it now. Well, okay. From a teacher point of view, I mean, you might have felt the same. Hopefully not. But mundane. It was literally just learning about some rules, and then John had to officiate a football game. Um, or a futsal game, shall I say? I chose to do futsal because I knew they all were interested in it. And now there was this one clip. I was just watching it earlier, just to look back. And there's this one clip where <clears throat> you're in goal, and some of your classmates are having to officiate, and they give you a bit of a warning, like, "Oh, John, don't do that." And you literally just turn around to one of them and go, "Shut up, you mug!" And, <laughs> and bearing in mind, this I'm getting that now. <laughs> Bear in mind, this is on video. I've got to send it off to like the exam board to be modified. And as soon as that's happened, it's just completely ruined the whole video. Um, yeah. Oh no, we took we took all the all the practical lessons really seriously. <laughs> you can't do that at Sky, John. No. You're gonna to have to change your whole attitude. I'm, I don't think I'm gonna be calling anyone at Sky a mug. 
All right, you will. Give it a month. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is... I don't don't really know what's going on, to be honest. (laughs) Yeah. It's really thrown me off my evening. So are you all Exeter fans? Mm. Yeah. Right. Which is weird, right? Because at Exeter College, there's loads of Plymouth fan lecturers. Yeah, totally. Are there? Well, well, maybe not. Yeah, I say loads, but I remember... I've got a story about Tony. Remember when we beat... He's another lecturer right. who taught me for, for the two years. And we beat that year we beat him 4-0 at home. Right. And we all wore Exeter City tops in the next day, first thing to his <laughs> He lesson. did tell us about that. Brilliant. Yeah. That was, that, when was that? That was like three years ago this year, wasn't it? Uh, this, this yeah. Month. Yeah, it was It was one of the last games before COVID. I think we had played a few more games that season and it all got cancelled. Mental. 4-0. Yeah. Tony, the thing is, Tony's really nice. So if he, he's not, he's not listening. I think all Plymouth fans are lovely. The ones I've met, yeah, lovely people. The one you had on here was a nice bloke, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, like one. really. No, I want a wanker on here. I really want a wanker. <laughs> <laughs> really and jo- Josh Widdicombe was really nice Josh as well. Was wasn't nice. He? he was annoyingly nice. Michael. I really wanted him to be. No, I, I can't speak on behalf. Huh? You travelled on the uh, M12. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's nice. I really would like someone just to rough the podcast up. No, it's not going to happen. No, I don't think it is, is it? I'm too composed, I think. <laughs> <laughs> you mug. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Can't really say it, yeah. Oh, do you know, it's a bit of a sidestep, but when you said about um, all the football stopping because of COVID, God, what was that like at Exeter? We haven't really spoken about that. How many games into the season had we... When was it? It was sort of February, March time, wasn't it? I remember the game before. It was like Warsaw away, wasn't Did it? Did you feel it coming at that point? I went to that game. I went to Warsaw away and yeah. we lost 3-1. Um, Matt Taylor. Do you remember Matt Taylor running up the touchline yeah, to the line? There was an offside that was extremely, extremely dubious. Um, Ryan Bowman. Yeah. And, and basically, we knew that it was going to be like cut off. So if we'd won that game, we would have been in the top three. Um, and then we the next game was Plymouth. The next game was Plymouth away. I think that's right. Um, yeah. And then yeah. I, I was in yeah. college. In I think it might have been one of Jack's lectures uh, uh, in the IT suite when everything got. They cancelled like five games originally, and then they cancelled mm. the rest of the season. And then we oh. missed out on goal difference, I think, or a point to Plymouth. Yeah, but it went to points per game, didn't it? And we missed yeah. out. Really? Yeah. So it could have been a league one about two years. Oh, years I earlier. didn't realise. I didn't realise Exeter were doing so well. That season, well, we yeah, we did well in quite like quite a few seasons before this one. We've been quite successful in recent years, but just haven't right. Okay, not when yeah. I remember that for, oh, the first game I watched on TV with Man United were playing, and I think had they taken. I don't know if they added the sort of the fake crowd noises, but oh my oh. god, it was so bleak. Yeah. <laughs> they were so bad. Yeah, yeah. So do you go and watch extra every week? Um. Uh, yeah, give or take when I'm not playing, or yeah, okay, um, yeah, because Jack, you play at a pretty good level, don't you? I just I still play local football, so I, I don't get along to Exeter City as much as I'd like. I think I, I, I'm one of a group of people, there's quite a lot of us, we all support Exeter, but we, we can't get along as much. We always look at the, the, the results straight after our game. Um, I've been to three three games this season, I went to the Wickham game, that's a good game. Really want great game. I yeah. thought the stand was really good. I sat in yeah. your stand, in the Stansfield stand, and 
I'm sat in it before the concourse is great. The concourse um, behind the stand and the bar and everything is like a championship. Mm. Oh, it's not. Not. I, I, I think it's good. <laughs> you should see it before. Well, <laughs> the fire has it. Um, yeah. We went to watch the women's game against Bournemouth yeah. with a record attendance, 2,600. That, that was great. It's great to see how the women's team's grown. And then Todd and I went to an under-18s game, didn't we, Todd? Yeah. Went to the um, Newport FA Cup game, which was exciting. They were 4-0 up at half-time and just won 4-3. So I get to some of the, the midweek games, really. <clears throat> yeah, Todd, I, for, all through college, I never realised you were a City fan. That's insulting. I literally, I only ever saw you in the ex college yeah, gear, true. and then I don't. I'm think sure I spoke to all of you about really... the fact I support them, but maybe not. Maybe not in enough. Yeah, enough. you probably, I probably wasn't listening. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, did you enjoy college, John? Yeah, loved it. And this is no disrespect to Todd, but I always used to say to my mum that Jack Gill was my favourite lecturer. <laughs> <Andrew. laughs> oh, I'll take that. Ooh. Well, that, well, that's because I, ha- I had Jack for longer. To Absolutely. be fair. And I think Todd, Todd, it, yours was like when you were lecturing me. It was like one of your first years, wasn't yep. it? Yeah, yeah. I was pretty much, yeah, fir- literally first six months of properly teaching. So don't have to justify. Oh. It's fine. <laughs> no, no. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just yeah, saying. I wouldn't have brought that up like, either, though. All the other lecturers seemed a bit like I don't know. Yeah. Jack was just always really calm, chilled out, relaxed. Good report, Jack. So, I- What's it like walking to a class? The first time you've got to teach these oiks, is it? It's really nerve-wracking. It's nerve-wracking. <laughs> it must be. Yeah, really... Is it like hey, a little yeah. performance you have to put on? Every lesson's a performance. Yeah. The start of the year especially. Once you get to learn their names, it's all right. But it doesn't matter how many years you do it. The, the start of the year is always nerve-wracking. First first lesson with any group. Um, must be. Yeah. See, I never thought of that as a student. I'd always thought, oh, these lot do it every year. They just come in. <laughs> standard i didn't realize p- teachers got no 100 <laughs> percent. it's not well it's just that you know you've you got you guys have been off for six weeks we go back a bit earlier but it's that build-up of like right i've got a new new group well loads of new groups what they're gonna mean yeah. like i say most yeah that's the thing you've got to do it for like several classes i we've just got to sit with like four new lecturers we've got to meet one new person you've got to meet like 50 60 yeah, remember the names people every it's tough uh, yeah, tough going, John. Did you, when you say when you all say goodbye, like did you miss him or not think twice about him or? <laughs> no, genuinely, <laughs> I said to Jack earlier, like he's one of those students that like, sometimes you would just look at and laugh. Not not doing anything in particular, not doing anything yeah. special, but just a student that you could just watch and be like, this guy is subtly hilarious. Um, yeah, so I didn't miss him. I'm not gonna say I missed him. I didn't. But no. But no, like, thinking back to the group, yeah. <laughs> thinking back to the group, yeah. <laughs> John, you were well loved. This must make yeah. you feel lovely. Well, I didn't. I didn't realise it at the time. No, I don't think is that normal. Should I have known that I was? I guess not. No. I guess not. No. But you're not allowed to have favourites. Yeah. Um, no. no, we can't have favourites. But but yeah, me and Todd, we're, we're big Exeter City fans, so we've been listening to the podcast since the start. It was absolutely brilliant when it started mm. up, and oh. we knew you and, and Joe anyway. Um, so it's really exciting, and to hear you come in and talk about Exeter City and be a, be a fan of the club was just brilliant. And then John joined it, and and we yeah. really like that, didn't we? Because obviously we know John anyway. Um, but yeah, yeah that must no, have been strange for you when John joined it. It was great. Yeah, yeah. added a level of interest to it. Um, and yeah, just just really enjoyed it. So it's really yeah. Thanks for having us on. We're really happy oh, to come on. Absolute pleasure. 
felt felt guilty about it. Felt like we have the worst guests ever. <laughs> and I, I looked back to see. I looked back and thought, oh no, there'll be some rubbish ones. And I looked back and actually the guests were really good. I was like, oh, they're all good episodes actually. So <laughs> I felt this might be the best episode ever. Yeah, this is, well, this this is, is one of the greats. Yeah, this is going to go down in, in history. You've got, you've literally got the platform to talk about anything I did, anything I ever. Did you ever see him get off with anyone? What? Why are you so fixated on this? Already, we did not see anything. Why is that? Why is that the first thing your mind turns to? What about smoking? Is he a smoker? No, that's dirty habit, that. Not on the Futsal Academy, anyway, in an exit city. No. Not at all. Pisshead. That was one thing that was always emphasised, wasn't it? Like, like when you had your your kit on, you were sort of, like, Mm. representing not only the college, but, like, the club. And I took that quite... Did you play football for Exeter College? Not football. I played futsal, which was, like, the indoor football. Okay. And then we used to travel up to Cardiff every other Wednesday to play. We used to go in... I remember walking into the hall and... Like looking in the team, and I didn't actually realise at the time that they wore the Exeter City kit. Like, so they basically wear like Exeter City kit. And I look around, and John just in this bright yellow goalkeeping kit, like fully kitted up. And I was like, "He's rocking it, absolutely rocking yeah. it." And you're like, "You're the goalie, John. You you're not the goalie now, are you?" No, no. I played I played in goal for basically. I, I think Jack and Todd will agree. Our year for futsal was unbelievable. We had some right players, absolutely like I. I I'm just trying to think, like Cody, Cody Skinner, Joe Grigg, Mally, those kinds of players. They're all like unbelievable. Uh, Muzzy, Jack Vickery. I, I'd like that. Like our age group was really good. So like I sort of to play in at the, in the best team, I had to sort of go and go. Um, Jay Stansfield. What happened? Was he always attached to a, a Premiership? Fo- was he attached to Exeter and then went to Fulham? So did he go to college? You didn't go didn't to college quite, with him. Didn't quite get there. So they come to college at 16. So right. Jay Jay signed for Fulham just before he turned 16. But, but all the other yeah, all the other scholars do come to college. We have the under 18s with us. Right. So we have like Ollie Watkins with us. And did you? Yeah, he's probably the best one. I was gutted he didn't get in the England squad. I know he hasn't been involved for a little while, but I desperately wanted him to get in. Um but oh, Matt when Jay, I watched him play against United, he's so strong, isn't he? He's mm. big and powerful. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we, oh, he's wrong. Yeah, that's, that's another thing. You must have taught some. You must have taught some right players through the, like throughout the years. Yeah, those guys. Those guys all come to college, and I, I did a bit of work for the academy. I didn't like directly coach, but but I've I've been in sessions and coached people like Jack Sparks. I did a session with Ethan Ampadu. I was involved in a session or two with Sonny Cox. Now who's who's, uh, you know, one of the, the great young players at the club. Um, Mamphie Sharp came to college and did futsal. I coached Mamphie for a year. Um, she was great. So, yeah. Do, it's, it's, when you witness these people playing, were they just, just stand out, just how good they were? Yeah, they were. all of those were best in the, their age group. They all pretty much played up, played up in age group um, and were standout players, yeah. And everyone knew about them all the way through. Yeah. So when I watch Jack Sparks on a Saturday, I think your technique is so good, like controlling the ball and his crossing and oh yeah, yeah. Well, Jack will be a Jack will be to say as well, but like when Ethan was going on trial to all these different Premier League teams, Jack Sparks was always going with him, wasn't he? They were always going together to trial at Premier League teams. Oh, really? So he was always like, really highly rated. Right. 
but he he never got obviously he never got picked up by a Premier side. Not in the end, I don't think. No. Well, obviously not. But no. his, his dad was quite adamant on him. I remember. I remember. I remember. We went to me and my dad. I don't know why we went to watch the under 18s play in like a cup final at Derby's training ground. We got on this like dodgy minibus. We just went up with a few of like the parents of the players, and like he, Jack Spots, his dad was on on the minibus. And I remember him saying like, "Oh, well, he might not have been on the minibus, but we met. We saw him there." And he said something about like, "Oh, he's not. He's not going anywhere. Like." Going to keep his head down and work hard, sort of thing. But yeah, he was. Yeah, his like like you say, his crossing on the move is is brilliant. to his yeah set pieces. His ball striking from a young age was a joke. Just just brilliant at shooting from, and he's had he's had a, he scored a couple of good ones for City, but he's yeah. hit the bar a few times. He's been unlucky not to score a few more, hasn't he? Yeah. yeah. He, he almost goal. scored an absolute worldie on his debut at Swindon away. Yeah, hit the woodwork, didn't he? And hit the woodwork. Scored yeah. that great goll the outside of his left last season, I think. Yeah. Was so that 4 3, was it? Yeah, yeah, the Harrogate game. That was unbelievable. Yeah. David, I, I, I don't want to tempt fate, but last time we went to League One, basically we had a really good first season and then all our best players got taken and then we got relegated. So I'm really hoping that doesn't happen again this time around. Yeah. Do you know what? John's been so fucking miserable. <laughs> I'm sort of waiting for it, to be honest. The whole thing is depressing. You have to learn to be, look on the pessimistic no, side. Or at least on the gorgeous side. look on the pessimistic side. <laughs> um, right. right. David, you may have years of experience on me in life, but in football, unfortunately, you don't. And as soon as you start supporting Exit City, you have to understand that there's more bad times than good times. So if we go happen. up, then what? Well, I'll give you a medal because we're not going up. We're three points off the playoffs. But yeah, if we'd lost on Saturday, we would have been fifteenth. But we are. We are. Yeah. If if some buts. I know. I need every <laughs> bloody week. If some buts. <laughs> and yet we're still three points. The key, the key difference is, though, I think this year is we've got a manager. Uh, sorry, an ex-manager who's definitely after a few of our players, like one hundred percent. Yeah. Sniffing, uh, sniffing about like it's nobody's business. I, I, how do you know I he's sniffing? I don't like a sniffing. How do you know he's sniffing? Just got an idea, David. Got an inkling. It, you know, there's, there's, he won't be the only one sniffing around players like Giovanni Brown and Archie Collins and Sam Nombe. There'll be other teams, but obviously he knows them, doesn't he? So he's got that advantage already. Are you, do you, are you saying that they might go in January? Yeah. You know something, don't you? Look no, at all I don't. you three. <laughs> I have no idea. No, I, I just think, yeah, it's likely. Well, even if they're like there or thereabouts with the playoffs, why wouldn't you stay to see if you can do it all again? Money. It's a great argument. Yeah. But money. It's a great argument, but that, that's like an idealistic view, isn't it? Like that's the a... romantic side of football, which I think is uh, all but dead and buried in this day and age, unfortunately. That's from a City fan point Money talk. Honestly, so depressing. But we will get a bit of money. That's the only thing. How many people do you, how many players do you reckon will, if you had to put some money on it, how many players are we going to lose? Show of hands, I reckon. John, what do you think? Yeah, all right. Um, are we talking January or at the end of the season? Yeah, we'll go, we'll go January. I reckon in January we'll lose. Guaranteed to lose. Yeah, two, I was gonna, I was two. two, easily I was two, say two easily with maybe two. a third. God, it's pessimist. 
And that's and that's if we manage to keep Stano as well, because Stano's been unbelievable. So they might recall him and put him out higher as well, the championship side. So how good has he been though? Bloody hell. Yeah. Oh well, we're fucked. <laughs> how can you how can you come to that conclusion? Well, who are we losing? So who do you reckon we'll lose? Well, I think personally, we're almost guaranteed to lose Giovanni in January. Hang on a minute. We're almost guaranteed. What? Why? What have you heard? Well, he's set up. He's, his goals contributions for the season are 17. It's literally the best in the division. That doesn't go. He was unbelievable in League Two, but you can sort of get away with that, especially if you finish runners up, because a lot of teams try and poach from your winners of the league. But if you go and play like that again in the division higher, play better than you did in the division below. <clears throat> Sorry, sir. You're going. Yeah, it's, you're almost getting pleasure out of this. It's very peculiar. Pleasure? I'm not getting any pleasure. I'm just speaking facts. And then the other one that I think is a guaranteed goner is uh, Archie Collins. He's been um, this this season by, by, by far and away our best player. Yeah. My third would be either Czech or Josh Key as well. But so the entire spine of Definitely. the team gone. Our defence. Yeah. Jack Sparks could even The only advantage we have with Czech is that he's he's been injured. Yeah, true. That's that and he hasn't played enough. <clears throat> if he played this whole half of the season and he played like he did last season, he'd be gone. If Alex played like he did the whole the whole of last season for half of this season, he'd probably be gone. So any speculation. Especially Alex, especially, because teams are every every like Every single person I speak to that's involved with other football clubs goes, you have hit the jackpot with a tall, fast, left-footed centre-half. Yeah. It's like the dream. These are like one in a million. And he can lob. Who can actually distribute the ball properly. Yeah. And he can throw it a long way. Yeah, he's got a long throw. That's yeah. Alex is a... Re- I think Alex, out of all of them, Alex is the biggest asset. He's the one that teams... He goes under the radar a bit because he's a centre out. With me. But, well, no, we know not with you. He gets his own song. <laughs> Big time. Is that what started it all? I remember at the end of first the- player I saw, first game, I was yeah. just like, look at him. Wow. At the end of the season where we got promoted, he was absolutely battered in the Heritage Lounge, and he came up to me and went, "Tell David I like like the song." Oh, it's all coming out. He came up yeah. to me in the stands. I was just, yeah. I was just, I don't know, writing some bollocks from my phone. Looked up. Hello, <laughs> and that suddenly lost my confidence. <laughs> we were just sort of staring at one another, not knowing what to say. Just. <laughs> <laughs> well, you told you told me that how you spoke to Harry Kite's dad, didn't you? Yeah, and that was how that was a weird interaction because for about four or five months you've been banging on about how good his son's legs are. But you were banging on about how good his mum's legs are. Well. That's what he told me when I spoke to her, him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, his his mum wasn't happy about that. I was. Yeah. Can we just keep talking about the players we might lose? I'm really enjoying the speculation. I think I, that's probably it, isn't it. Yeah. One of the things was the recruitment of the last couple of years has been amazing. You think we've got Giovanni Brown. Sam Nombe, Tim Dieng, who had an amazing season last season. Whoever's signing these players who, who weren't that great at other clubs, they've been so good for us, haven't they? Yeah. Plus, obviously, the, the academy players we bring through. I saw a stat that in our starting teams, we average 5.5 players from the academy each game. 
and obviously the Blackman's net not from the academy, so that's such a big percentage of the oh, of the team yeah. through the academy system, plus these really good players that we've signed. So, yeah, basically, David, it's by far the best time ever to be an Exeter City fan, and um, yeah, it in the past it's been pretty dire to be honest, but at the moment it's amazing. The the thing with the thing that Jack mentions there about players that may not have been good at other clubs and is is a really good one because. And we'll probably get him on at some point, but Marcus Flickcroft, who's the head of Plymouth. Yeah, he's unbelievable at his job. Literally incredible. So what does he do? What's his job? What's his role? Well, his his job. Yeah, there's there's he's got a lot. So he's he's head of recruitment, head analyst, uh he does all sorts. He does a lot. So did he he did he help with the purchase of those Giovanni Brown and Tim Dieng and Yeah, he would have been in charge. So he will, so he will, he will find oh. them, and then he'll say, to, he'll say to Matt Taylor, "This is who I think we should get." And then Matt Taylor will then do his own little bit of looking in, and he'll go, "Yeah, let's do it." And then Marcus is in charge of negotiating the deals. But yeah, just on the point I was talking about, one of the cat- categories that they look at because we don't have money to go out and buy players is to look at players who have done well before the last club they were at. Try a sort of like money ball type approach who've maybe fallen out of love with their manager or the team or the area that they're in and try to pinch them for little or nothing and then try and get the best out of what they were like before, which is what, you know, a great example is Nicky Law, who these two will remember. He was couldn't even get in the squad at Bradford. Everyone was like, oh, he just, he's a crab. He passes sideways, this, that, the other. And he was unbelievable for us. One of, our, one of the best players I've ever seen play at SJP. And where did he go? Well, he, eventually he's gone to play in America now. He was he was old, older player. But that's the sort of approach. Same with Gary Caldwell. is is a manager with with something to prove. So let's hope he uh, he can prove. I'm it. just imagining our spine being ripped out of the side in February. Scary thought. Isn't it? But you have to remember. You have to have trust and, and faith in the recruitment team. And Gary will have players that he wants to bring well, in. So and... we can sell them as well. What's the point of any of this? <laughs> well, right, let's just... Let's cancel the pod then. We as soon as they them. get good, we go and get rid of them. That's how What's it goes, David. That's how it goes here. Model. You can't like get too attached. You can't get too attached to anyone. At this I point. wish you'd. I wish I'd been told in the first couple of months. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's um, the guy Chris who was sitting next. I think it was Chris that said. Yeah, I think so. But he just said, or someone said that this is by far and away the best that Exeter have ever been and that regularly years is just hoofing up like long ball teams and just losing and just a load of old shite. <laughs> that sounds like a very typical football fan opinion. <laughs> I, mean, not, yeah. I might have put words in his mouth. but yeah. Yeah. To be fair, but, like, it's, it's, it's a good time, 100% good time. But that comes from, I don't know if you know about like when we were basically li- about a minute away from liquidation, and do you know what? No, do you know the Michael Jackson? Yeah, yeah. So I was story? there when he came with his umbrella with Yuri Geller. The sp- I was there. And- right. So can you can you just explain the lead up to that, and then that, and then the, so, you know the fallout? I'm pretty certain. Well, basically, we were like literally days away from like administration and Jack probably I, I was quite young so Jack probably knows and he can fact check any of this but we were like days away from liquidation and Yuri Geller went on I'm a celebrity get me out of here and he was in the Australian jungle in his exit city top 
right? He gave us a bit of exposure. And then he was friends with Michael Jackson. It's an extremely weird link, actually. He was friends. such a, a weird conversation. David. David, you can Google it while Todd's talking. So then he somehow got involved in like the, not, not the running of the club, but, you know, he was one of the kind of people that was going and this attracted a bit of publicity. And then there was this whole kind of day, publicity day, where he brought Michael Jackson to the ground. Um, right, hang on a minute. Why did he get involved in the first place? Yuri Geller, I don't really know. I don't know that. I don't actually know why or how he ever became an Exeter City fan. Maybe like you, just moved down to the area and chose a club. And he was co-chairman. Co-chairman. Yeah. Jesus. And um, yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> co-chairman. My my memory of it was I, I went as well. I thought he might he might sing or something. But Michael Jackson <laughs> came and David Blaine came. And I went to the ground. David Blaine. David Blaine. <laughs> what? Yes, yeah, so they both came. So I thought there was going to be some illusion or a song yeah. or something. But there wasn't. They stood on the pitch and Michael Jackson made a strange speech where he told told all the fans to hold hands. So I held hands <laughs> with this big bloke that I stood next to. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Why weren't we doing the pod back then? <laughs> He's having you all on. Oh, it would be amazing to do that back then. And then literally about two weeks later, we then magically drew... Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Don't jump ahead of the holding jump hands. Ahead. There's more. There's more. <laughs> the, other, the only other thing I remember about Yuri Geller was we we got relegated when, when, he was, when he was around at the club, down to the conference. And... He put crystals behind the goal to help us score because we were going for a spell of not scoring <laughs> and we lost five we lost five nil. Yeah, those bloody <laughs> crystals. Honestly. What? What? <laughs> Who allowed him what? to put crystals behind the goal? Is he is he the, the other co chairman, whoever the other co chairman was, he allowed it. And yet, so Why Michael hang on, John, them? John, John. I don't know. No, there's too many questions. No, no Why I, they hang on. Food? I don't want to jump ahead. Michael Jackson said, please can everyone hold hands? And you had to... <laughs> <laughs> With some bloke standing... <laughs> right, what were you doing? Just... Uh, yeah, it's so awkward. Uh, I've gone uh, on my own as well, because I really empathise when you talk <laughs> about... Because my, my family, or yeah, my parents are not that into football, so I went to City quite a lot on my own. So I empathise when you talk about going there on your own. So I went on my own to watch to see Michael Jackson and David Blaine and Yuri Geller. And you were holding hands with the guy He's next to you? With, with That's like me holding Chris's hand. He wouldn't want to do that. <laughs> That's exactly what it was like. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past Chris. He's a nice bloke. No, I don't think I would want to hold my old man. So he gave a speech just like a just unity and coming together and we'll yeah loving each other and I don't know it was what say? Into... what's that love meets love no loving each other it was tied into some charity thing it was all a bit strange mm. but <laughs> Todd what happened next then because it does get interesting yeah in the story, so then I've got a bit of a conspiracy I feel like we actually I genuinely feel like we got sorted out by the FA but. We were about, like I say, a day away from liquidation. Then we magically drew Man United in the cup, in the FA Cup. Um, oh. And we went up to Old Trafford and we drew nil-nil. And then we had a home tie where they brought like Ronaldo, Rooney and all that lot and they beat us. But that te- that money technically saved Exeter for a, an extended period of time. Oh, and you think um, that was organised? I think so. I think, I honestly think, I think we had Steve Perriman at the time and... 
but I, he he was closely linked with people. I'm sure. I'm sure of it. I this is going to make the day. papers. I really hope it makes. It's very strange how we. This is going to make death alive. This is alleged. Alleged. We're not seeing this happen. Yeah. Alleged. Oh, this is X web conspiracy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but if it is true, if it's true, I'm the better, please. If it is true, I mean, no. I'm forever thankful of Steve Perryman if it is the case. But I just uh, I don't know how we can just magically get that draw and like everything be okay. We're days away from. Yeah, you're, you're right about the, the Man United one was just amazing. We played away at Old Trafford and they played Fitz Ferguson and they played the most terrible team and we drew 0-0 and brought them back to St James Park and then they had to bring out the big guns and we lost 2-0 and Rooney scored the first and Ronaldo scored the second. And and that's, as an Exeter City fan, that's what you live for, these big FA Cup draws. And hopefully we, you know, we, we win second round this year. Oxford, I don't know if they've played. So, sorry, sorry. Was Yuri Geller part of the club at that <laughs> At that point, <laughs> he'd gone right. as he moved on. So, had he joined or was he about to join then? What, where, where was you? No, he'd gone, he'd, he'd gone, gone by, by then. So, how did he? What, what were the circumstances of him leaving? Do you know <laughs> what happened? No idea, disappeared. just disappeared, didn't he? Off the face of the earth, Genuinely. you know, I emailed him, <laughs> I on. emailed him, I've got his email, eh? yeah, try and get him on. Not interested. <laughs> it, yeah, I emailed him and asked if he'd come on, but um, disassociate himself with the club. Uh, Did he actually reply? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, at least he replied. Yeah, and Michael Jackson and David Blaine. What was he? Did he say anything? No, just hanging just around. Yeah. I got paranoid the other week that we were turning into Michael Jackson and Yuri Geller. <laughs> this podcast, I just felt like it was becoming a bit. <laughs> no, I think this is a positive thing. I hope so. I definitely think it's a positive yeah. thing. <clears throat> hope there's so. A, yeah, a big community of Exeter fans and people I know who listen to the podcast and people love it. It's a really positive thing. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I mean, no, I have emailed account. Scott. Oh, like today to ask if there are any underground tunnels. <laughs> I just want to find. Why would there be underground tunnels? I just want to find something magical about the club and do a pod inside one. <laughs> you want an inside scoop on something, don't you? Something historical, yeah. something. Like yeah, I want to. I said to him, are there any secret doors that no one's ever been in? Or well, but, no, no. Yuri Geller might know a place. Yeah. Shit, so I wonder who's got Yuri Geller's rocks. Yeah, energy who's rocks. Got crystals, come on. Who's got them? That's the real question. I don't know. And what bad luck has been bestowed upon them as a result? I don't know. What team what teams what team has had a bad luck recently or what team has he gone and cursed? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. So was it oh. after then that is it right that Paul Tisdale came along and saved the club? Is that right? Yeah, I mean, I think we were a bit more stable when he came, but when he came, that was kind of like the the point of which everything started to become just a bit more. The model changed almost, you know. And he had an ethos, didn't he? He had a, a way he, he wanted to bring through young players. He wanted to play football maybe a little bit more traditionally. With the ball, he wanted, he tried to, didn't he, for a while, play with the ball on the floor and try to play nicer football. There was still a little element of lump ball with Tiz in there with the players he's signed, but. He really changed everything, the the whole philosophy at the club. And so and Steve Perryman played a, a big part in that as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he 
came in while we were in the conference and got back to back promotions, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. And had a brilliant. So you said last time we were in the League One, we had a nice little season and then we lost all our players. And then what? Just terrible. Then 10 years of League Two. Yeah. Fuck off. (laughs) Deja vu, David. Enjoy this season while it lasts. We have made a great start. Do you know what? Uh, What's that? We have made a good start, as in this year. So good. Yeah, very stable. When you look at the other teams that came up as well. Do you know what I was thinking on Saturday when I was walking to the ground? I'm taking for granted that the ground is packed. And and I was thinking of a time when I turn up to the ground and there's like 2,000 people there. And I'm still doing this fucking pod. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> but the, the feed I think who said it to us um, I think I went on the Ipswich yeah I went on the Ipswich pod, podcast and they said like it's an amazing stadium but when it's not doing well it's just empty and so I haven't experienced that yeah like a half empty St James's Park which I guess happens yeah for a while I think Exeter Chiefs when they rose rose up to being a, a great rugby team they took quite a few of the fans who are a bit fair weather just like sports fans oh. um, and, and then now Exeter are doing well again and Chiefs is a bit more expensive this is my my idea about it my theory that, that actually now those fans have come back to, to watch Exeter City again right so I used to go to the odd game at Chiefs and look around and those football fans there and I was thinking what are you doing here right um, but, but yeah I think some of those fans might have come back now so I think when I when I started coming last year, I don't know how many people were coming. Maybe three, four, five thousand. Yeah. And now it's just it's rammed. Yeah, six and a half on Saturday. I think it was. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Like I always say, I think, like, and especially when I go home, you can just get you got a, you get a feeling that everyone is like excited to be genuinely excited to be there, excited to see where things go. There seems to be like a, a real project and a right we're heading in the right direction so it's this exciting time to be around people want to be around people want to take their kids so their kids can say oh we were here during these years the promotion years like it doesn't happen very often Exeter City so yeah, I it's, did, uh, it's exciting that I did hear one middle-aged man behind me on my right shoulder on Saturday give it the whole Coldwell you haven't got a clue and I was just like come <laughs> on <laughs> come on like he's had two gate two and a bit games like Come on. Yeah. Um, oh, God, get him on. you got to get you. That's going to wrap the podcast up. Oh. No. You... The worst, though, um, when we're in League Two and the fans that say, oh, we don't want to go up. We yeah. don't want to go up. Oh. People say oh, they don't want to go up. Your John's like that. Yeah, honestly. No, what? Yeah, you no. are. He's not. You said, I don't want to go out of League One this year. I want to stabilise no, and go up next what? No, year. I didn't. No, I, no, I didn't. Well, you... Find that quote. Find that clip and right, send it I to will. me. I said, I don't, do it I don't think we'll go up. I'll do it now. I said, I don't think we'll go up. Go on. Yeah. You, you said you don't want to go up. I'll, someone clip it. And Why put... would I not want to go up? What's the point in playing? You said that. Someone clip it and put it on I Twitter. I said, I don't think we'll go up. They said, no, I don't no, want no. to. I want to stabilise. No, you're waffling. I'm looking forward to seeing this clip. Or not. He's going to call me a mug, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 not that far. Not that far. <laughs> I can't bother to find the clip. <laughs> yeah, because it doesn't even... Um, do you think... Do you, do you think we've got a chance... Hang on, I can't help it. Do you think we've got a chance of sneaking in the playoff back door? Uh, 
you said. Please say yes. Otherwise, what's the point of going? Why have you said it? Um, with with my earlier January oh. prediction, I don't know. It will all depend on January, won't it? It really will. Like who we can keep. Oh, you, you three seem so sure that we're going to lose our players in January. I haven't heard that before. I thought it was just John's thoughts. Yeah. No, because there's two sensible individuals sat here with me. That know and if we don't, if we don't lose them, then well, then we'll have a right good crack, <laughs> won't we? Be... <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be fair, I was impressed with Caldwell's little substitution on Saturday. It shows me that he's got. You know, he he definitely understands like how to maybe change a game of football. That that one change just worked. So yeah, why not, David? You picked why up on that, didn't you? Why not? Mm. Why not? Anything is possible. It's football. That's the beauty. Oh, of it. Honestly, if we go in the playoffs, I oh my god. I just don't want to cry at Wembley again. I think it's you still won't. at 21 you, years. You won't. Like, You're crying with happiness. And I'll be there and we'll be hugging. It'd be lovely. I'll be recording it behind your back. <laughs> what, what pain at Wembley. Fuck. Yeah. I, I cannot. Do you know, I just, I want to experience the home and away at the evening. Yeah. Playoff. Oh my God. It must be so stressful. It's horrible. <laughs> Fucking uh, hell. As much as they're some of the best nights of my life, they're also probably some of the worst. Like they probably cost me a good year of my life in playoffs. Just like the, my heartbeat, just 180 oh beats per minute. Can't calm down. Like sweating profusely on a Tuesday night. David, have you ever seen the video of when we played Carlisle? I was going to say Carlisle was the best. You need to watch. You need to watch that. Gets yeah, when you get a minute, when you get a minute, watch, the... watch it. It's... What, 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 what is what's the situation where playoff semi final 20, I want to say 19, uh, maybe 2016 or 17. 26, it was 2016. Oh my goodness gracious! So, so sorry, we were in the semi final, so we had to play them away and then at home to get to Wembley. Yeah, it was the home, it was the home leg. Um. I think we, we had Ollie Watkins at the time. We were, I think it was one all first leg. I might be making that up. But anyway, we we went ahead by two goals. Do, sorry, do away goals count in the yeah. playoffs? No, no, they uh, don't count. It's just aggregate. It's an aggregate. And then they scored basically two late goals. Oh, my God. And it looked like it was going to go to extra time. And then we had a lone player called Jack Stacey. Um, and he cut inside from the left. And it's pretty much like what they do now with like the SJP 360. And it's this literal perfect camera angle of, of Jack Stacey cutting inside on his left and bending it top corner. And it was like the last kick of the game. Um, and the big bank, well, I think there was, a, I think it was attendance of something stupid, like 7,000, maybe even more. And it just, it's just like one of the best playoff moments. It's unbelievable. It was honestly like undescribable, especially being, yeah. you know, being at the game was just mental. And then how how long between that game and going to Wembley, that match? Two weeks, I don't know. Two weeks from that. And then you lost at Wembley? Yeah, lost to Blackpool. Yeah. It's, it's never a long turnaround, is no. it? No. Lost to Blackpool. Oh we lost to Blackpool. We had such a good team. Yeah. We, we, had, mm. we had Moore Taylor and Ampadu and... Walker. Troy Brown at the back Troy as well. Brown and Ollie Watkins and David Wheeler. And I, I, oh, that sounds Wheeler. amazing, that team. Yeah. Uh, David Wheeler's goal that day was oh 
Yeah, and we played Blackpool, and their fans—none of their fans came because oh, they were protesting. Yeah, yeah. They, they didn't even want to win the game, and they beat us. It was, it was devastating. Yeah, yeah. And that's when you then lose all your good players. Yeah. Lost oh them. my god! What a kick in the. Oh. <clears throat> I I find it really weird the way, because I'm not used to it, because United. Mm. I find it really weird the way you talk about ex-players from two seasons ago. It's because it's such a turnaround of players, yeah. it feels, that you've just let them go. They've just moved on. Oh, he was good, but he's gone now. Yeah. Like, it sounds so... Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're all going to go. I can't talk about Alex Hartridge like that in two years. No. It won't even be two years, mate. Half a season to a season... He was meant to play cricket in my league this year and he didn't turn up. I was a bit annoyed. He plays for Dartford. What league's that? What league's that? Um, B division, uh, Devon B. And he plays for Dartington, Totnes. And he, um, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, he didn't turn up. Didn't turn up. I was a bit annoyed because they were crap as well. I was ready to give him some. Annoying. And I, I got Matt Taylor out once, I'll tell you that. He's meant to be good, isn't he? Wow. He's fantastic. He's a very, very good player. I got him out once, and then the other time, my mate dropped him on like six, and he went and scored about 130. He was like ridiculous. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. Hitting it everywhere. Oh, I really want to play cricket. Yeah. I feel like I'm... I know nothing about cricket. I'm over the hill no- now. Nothing. Not a single thing. Mm. I watched the final, Jim. What's that? You watched the final yesterday. Final of what? The World Cup. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? How can you have a sport where there's a World Cup going on and no one even knows there's a final going on? Uh, point. I tell you, what's exciting about this World Cup, the football World Cup, the real World Cup, the, the strange one, is that Exeter City will be playing and the World Cup's going to be going on at the same time. Why yeah. is that? Too much. Football. Why are they having like a two-week break after next week? I don't understand. Yeah. Oh, Exeter City having a break. They're playing next week, and then they haven't got a fixture then until like the second of December. So they have. Oh, I thought I saw nothing. Really? No, oh, I didn't know. That. I thought. I I, know yeah, that. there was no. Yeah. Gutted. Yeah. Yeah, I think they play Ipswich on Saturday, and then the next game is Sheffield. Fucking Barry Bannon. We've got we've got a little bit we've got a little bit of beef with Barry Bannon, don't we? Yeah. I just never heard of him. Oh, yeah. You, you haven't heard of the now. best player in League One. Yeah, he's a now. Oh, guys, thanks so much for coming on. Absolutely. Love thanks for having me. Honestly, this is actually the best episode I've ever done in my life. Oh, <laughs> John. Right, here's a, let's to end the pod. How far, you guys, do you think John will go in his career? I... Right, I've, we, John's on our alumni. I've got, I've got his poster here to show you, David, because he's on our alumni board. And it says here what he's doing now. Wow. Podcaster on my new football club podcast and uh, summariser on BBC. When I talked to him, I, I thought he was going to go on to uni and do, uh, obviously, do media. And he said, oh, no, I'm going to go and do business. And I, I'm already doing media. That's what he basically said. Um, so, so, yeah, next stop. Um, match of the day commentating and everything for sure oh that makes me happy and I, I won't forget any of my lectures especially not you two and like Neil and Tony and those kinds of people who played such like a massive impact because college is what really like year 11 I did try like you know 
tried, but like college is what really shaped me and what really fat made me find what I wanted to do. And I have like you guys to thank for that. So hopefully, fingers crossed, we keep going in the right direction. Thank you very wow. much. I lo- I've loved it. Thanks. I've loved it. Yeah, that was brilliant. Yeah, Thank I was you, sort you. of depressing midway through. Yeah. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. We'll go up, believe. I can't give up with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you, guys. Lovely to meet you. No worries. Right. Thank you very much. Bye. See you, guys. Thanks for coming. Hopefully see you soon. Bye-bye.